Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. New border bill is getting mixed reaction in Congress. We have the story. California dealing with heavy rain and flooding. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Spirit Aerosystems issues a statement on a manufacturing issue. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. We're dealing with widespread dense fog across Wichita and south-central Kansas this morning, and it will be a while before that lifts out. Our complete forecast for the rest of the day is coming up. The union representing the nation's Border Patrol agents is supporting a bipartisan immigration deal brokered in the Senate. The National Border Patrol Council, representing about 18,000 Border Patrol agents, says the Senate border agreement is not perfect, but is far better than the status quo, and in a statement says it hopes for its quick passage. The union's leadership has been very critical of the Biden administration's border policies. Still, it's unclear if the endorsement can change the proposal's prospects, especially in the House, where Republican leaders call Senate consideration a waste of time and say the bill is dead on arrival in the House. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Parts of California face alarming levels of flooding following heavy rainfall. Los Angeles County Supervisor Lindsay Horvath says they're not out of the woods. The greatest worry is that people will see the rain lessening and think that it's safe to go outside like normal, but we know the conditions are not changing in a split second. We need everybody to continue to stay safe. Spirit Aerosystems issuing a statement yesterday after it was discovered that two holes on some 737 MAX jets were not drilled exactly to Boeing's requirements. Spirit says they notified Boeing last week of a non-conforming manufacturing issue that a Spirit employee identified. As part of the company's protocol, engineering reviewed the issue and it was determined that there was no safety of flight issue. Fifty planes that had yet to be delivered to Boeing were required to be reworked after the issue was discovered. The company says an engineering review is ongoing with a final report expected sometime this week. According to the statement, Spirit plans to continue its normal production operations until formally notified of any changes. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Wichita police have identified a man killed in a fatal hit-and-run accident Friday night near 13th and Mosley. In North Wichita, they found a man injured on a sidewalk. That man died at the scene. He's now identified as 31-year-old Pedro Batista. He had been struck by a hit-and-run vehicle. 
that has not been located. However, police have not provided additional information about that vehicle or who may have been driving. No arrests have been announced. Firefighters battled a building fire in Cheney last evening in the 900 block of North Main at a Luber's car dealership. Crews were able to contain the blaze to the service area where damage appeared to be extensive. Cheney Fire Chief Jerry Pitts says the main office and dealership lot were not affected by the fire. It's very important that we get here as quick as we can. Uh, Luckily, we had a lot of firemen in town that responded quickly. Could have been a lot worse. One person was evaluated for possible injuries. Officials believe the fire was started by a welding spark, and the state fire marshal's office is investigating. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council will discuss repairs and maintenance of the city's playground equipment. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News. We pay attention to maintenance of what we already have. I think that it's important to know that whenever we have equipment, we make an investment into it. And so we also need to continue reinvesting to make sure that it's maintained for the community. Wu commented during Mondays with the Mayor on the Steve Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Five days out from the Super Bowl, and we'll hear from uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes coming up in sports. Another ship traveling through the southern Red Sea has been attacked by a rebel drone. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now, 7.09, nine minutes past 7 o'clock. A ship traveling through the southern Red Sea has been attacked by a suspected Yemen Houthi rebel drone. The attack happened early Tuesday. A projectile caused slight damage to the vessel's windows on the bridge. And this is according to the British military's United Kingdom Maritime Trade Operations. This week, Nevada holding a state-run presidential primary election and Republican-led caucuses. President Joe Biden faces author Marianne Williamson and several lesser-known challengers in Nevada's Democratic presidential primary. With former South Carolina governor and former U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley, the main candidate representing the GOP on primary ballots, former President Trump opting out of the primary instead, running in Thursday's GOP-hosted Republican presidential caucuses, which Haley is not taking part in. Caucuses in Nevada have gone on for decades, but in 2021, state lawmakers passed a law requiring primary elections when more than one candidate is on the ballot. Nevada's GOP says it will award its 26 delegates to whoever wins the caucuses, which critics say aims to favor former President Trump. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. A new Texas law with stiffer penalties for human smuggling goes into effect today. Starting today, a new law on the books in Texas makes human smuggling a felony that carries a 10-year minimum prison sentence. Senate Bill 4 was signed into law in November by Republican Governor Greg Abbott. Part of a package of border and immigration bills he made a priority when he called lawmakers back into a special session last year. Opponents of the law say it's too broad and could penalize volunteers and members of religious groups that work with asylum seekers after they cross the border. A separate bill that was signed into law makes it a state crime to illegally cross the border from Mexico, and that goes into effect next month. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. A former daycare director heading to jail for what she was giving the kids without parental consent. 53-year-old Tanya Voris was at one time the daycare director of the Kids Life Child Care Ministry at New Life Church in Cumberland, Indiana. Court documents show that in 2022, a parent requested Voris give their child some pediatric strength melatonin to help the kids sleep during nap time. 
It works so well that Vora started giving out to 17 different children at the daycare while never telling their parents, according to the Daily Reporter of Greenfield. It was actually the local church pastor who called the police after an assistant told him about it. Voris had since moved to Florida, but now after a guilty plea to 11 felony counts of neglect of a dependent and other charges, she's going back to Indiana to serve six months in jail. John Saucier, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 711. 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. We still have some pretty dense fog here in the Wichita area this morning. Uh, visibility still listed at just over a tenth of a mile. Uh, here in the Wichita area this morning. And uh, I got a call just a little bit ago about traffic signals malfunctioning. This is outside of Wichita, north of Clearwater, 71st and 135th West. Traffic signals are malfunctioning there. I know that intersection pretty well. If the visibility is limited and those traffic signals aren't working, that could be a very dangerous intersection this morning. Again, that's 71st and 135th West. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How are you guys doing? We're doing I, can't, I can't see you, Ronnell. Yes, you're blurry. Just just re- reach out. Reach out. I, 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 we're almost there. I, we, okay, we've, we've established the connection. Still can't <laughs> see each other, but yeah, we're, we're, we're all here. That's one thing for sure. But definitely need to make sure that we take it a little bit slower this morning due to a lot of that dense fog. We're actually going to be under a dense fog advisory uh, all the way through 10 a.m. I would not be surprised to maybe see that get extended another hour or two just because that fog out there, it's that thick, it's that dense. And just throwing that out there is that uh, with that being a possibility. But otherwise, by the time we get towards midday, heading into the early part of the afternoon, by that time, visibility should start to improve. We'll gradually see the clouds break apart a little bit more. Should shouldn't necessarily be overcast as we uh, go through the rest of our uh, Tuesday. Uh, just expecting a mixture of sunshine and clouds later on this afternoon with mild highs uh, in the uh, 50s, getting close to 60. We'll be uh, just a couple degrees shy of that 60-degree mark in Wichita with a high of 58. A southeast breeze is going to be a little bit stronger today, too, as our next storm system approaches. We'll stay dry today, though, uh, but we will see those winds get up to around 10 to 20 miles an hour. Partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight, still staying mainly dry, low of only 44 degrees. Not too bad of a start temperature-wise by early tomorrow morning, but then that breeze is going to pick up a bit more, turning gusty with uh, that breeze getting up to around 25 miles an hour. Under mostly cloudy skies, we'll also have a 10% chance of rain. So when Wednesday, not necessarily going to be a washout, but we'll see that chance for showers make a return to the forecast as this next system makes a sweep uh, through the plains. Continued 10% chance of rain as we go through our Wednesday night, and then anywhere between a 10 to 20% chance of seeing a few showers as we go through our Thursday. So again, that this Wednesday-Thursday system, not a sure thing, but still enough confidence to keep the potential for maybe at least a few showers in the forecast. Still going to be pretty uh, warm out there for this time of year, too. 59 tomorrow for Wednesday, jumping up to 65 on Thursday, and then 59, close to 60 on Friday. Now, second system moves in over the weekend, only dropping down to 55 Saturday, but we'll also see our rain chances gradually go back up, especially by the time we get to our Saturday night and heading into Sunday, which is when we'll have a 20% chance of a rain-snow mix because we'll actually start off the day Sunday around that freezing mark. There's going to be moisture around, so we may not be completely done with the wintry weather just yet. Getting up to 45 degrees 
so eventually we'll get back up above freezing and then moisture moves out by early next week partly sunny skies both monday tuesday with high temperatures returning to the 50s right now we're at 28 degrees with that fog and freezing temperatures need to watch out for the potential of seeing a couple of slick spots out there and winds are calm all right yeah the calm means it's not going to blow the blow that uh don't blow those clouds out of here Doc. thank yeah, you exactly not yet anyway but that breeze will pick back up here pretty soon okay. Thanks, Ron L. The uh, KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS, 7.15 now on this uh, Tuesday morning. And this is the sixth day of February. You know, it was on this date in 1998. Washington National Airport was renamed Ronald Reagan National Airport. Oh, yeah. 1998. Fabian is 81 today. Baby in the teen idol from the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Had a great head of hair. Had great hair. Fantastic hair. And, and now uh, he's 81. Yeah, he's doing all those. Didn't he do some of those beach movies with Annette Funicello? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Mm. Maybe he, maybe Fabian didn't have that work. That was a Tommy Sand or somebody. That was, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was quite a teen idol, no doubt and about Frankie it. Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon. There you go. He was in that, but Fabian was—he was an actor. He was—he did appear in a lot of movies. He was—he was in that ilk. Amid warnings about counterfeit goods, human trafficking, and illegal drones, at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, federal, state, and local security officials said Monday they're preparing for a busy week in the air at airports, at uh, Allegiant Stadium, and in merchandise shops as crowds arrive for the NFL Championship game. Representatives from agencies, including Homeland Security. Customs and Border Protection, and the Transportation Security Administration, accompanied by bomb-sniffing beagle named Ozzy, briefed the media at Harry Reid International Airport about their plans to counter illegal activity. During Until I saw him yesterday, I didn't know they had bomb-sniffing beagles. Yeah. Officials displayed a table piled high with knockoff sports memorabilia, including jerseys, T-shirts, caps, beanies, and a sparkling silver replica of the Vince Lombardi Super Bowl trophy. So when you get this this many people together, and most of them have at least some money in their pockets, there's going to be folks there who would like to be maybe somewhat unscrupulous. Got to give them something to do and something to buy. That's right. 717 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Time to take a look at sports this morning. With Ted Woodward, Ted. Speaking of which, yeah, we're five days out from the Super Bowl on Sunday. The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers meet in Las Vegas. You can hear the game live Sunday night right here on KNSS. Of course, as you just mentioned, yesterday was all the the silliness and the first day of the media and everything going on out in Vegas yesterday for the players and the coaches. And even the fans showed up for that. Uh, Here's uh, some... Here's some audio from the NFL Network as Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes got a welcome reception from 49ers fans. We're playing a great 49ers team, but we're going to go out there and play our best football and see what happens. I appreciate it, Niners Nation. We're here. Oh, Niners Niners fans, he's calling you out. Yeah, they were <laughs> solidly booing him throughout all his entire <laughs> oh, audio well. there. Oh, well. Oh, well. Mahomes doesn't care. And so, yeah, once again, don't forget, Sunday, five days away, Super Bowl here on KNSS. All right, let's go to college men's basketball in Manhattan last night. Classic matchup, the 300th matchup all-time in men's basketball between Kansas State and Kansas. Sunflower Showdown Part 1. KU ranked fourth in the nation coming into K-State, a team that has been struggling lately with four straight losses. 
This game was huge. 15 ties, 12 lead changes. It was back and forth. One of those ties was at the end of regulation. They had to go into overtime. And that's where K-State came up with the big, big plays. You heard the action last night on KFH. Three seconds to go. Tyler will drive inside. Scoop shot. Yes, and the buzzer. What a play by Tyler Perry. He's got 20. 67-66. K-State on TP's great play. K-State beating the shot clock there, and they go on to win it over Kansas. 75-70 in overtime. Head coach Jerome Tang is 11-0 in overtime as head coach at K-State. Six wow. of those this season. I know. Man, it's, it's an amazing stat. After the game, comments from the play-by-play voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, talking with Coach Tang. Coach, congratulations on the win. I know that this has been a tough stretch, but you said the strong survive and keep grinding. Your kids did that tonight. Congratulations on an amazing victory against your state rival. Yeah, well... First of all, just uh, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I had said that um, with this team, I hadn't quite connected with their hearts yet because they weren't playing for, with the love and the joy and the freedom that they wanted to see. And, and this week really, you know, I know it was a quick turnaround, but we spent a lot of time the last couple of days with the guys, and, and, and they, they're great guys. All right. And that knocks KU out of first place in the Big 12. KU now in tied for second place. K-State up into a tie for seventh. Top eight teams in the league are all within a game and a half of first. Hey, baseball news. The Kansas City Royals have signed their young shortstop, Bobby Witt Jr., 23-year-old, to an 11-year, $289 million contract. Reaction from the MLB Network. To bring in our friend Ann Rogers covers the Royals for MLB.com. Ann, great to see you. How does this extension work for both the player and the team? Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting for both the player and the team. Um, you know, Witt, like you guys were saying, is a five-tool player, and um, he's shown that his talent will play at the major league level uh, following this 2023 season. So this was definitely something the Royals wanted to get get done this offseason, see if they can, you know, buy out his arbitration years, get a couple years uh, afterwards as well that they will for sure have him in a Royals uniform and then obviously tack on those those years afterwards with the player opt-outs and the, the club option so it's a unique deal um, it's a historic deal for both the Royals and, and Bobby Witt Jr. and it's an exciting day in Kansas City. How about that and uh, coming up in the eight o'clock hour we'll have more on that signing of Bobby Witt Jr. to that big contract and how that fits into the Royals plans for a new stadium so we'll be here for the end an hour from now for that. So what does that mean the other players get 25 grand a year or what? No. It means they're locking him up. Uh, they're locking up their best player for pennies on the dollar. Oh, okay. That's what they're doing. Over, you know, five years from now, that contract will look like peanuts. And the I Royals will say, hey, we got this guy locked up. He's not going to play for the Yankees or anyone else. He's playing for us for the next hmm. 11 or 14 years. I guess that makes sense. So, you know, yeah. five years from now, it'll look like four or five years from now, it'll look like a pretty good deal for the Royals. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, regardless. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's a lot of money. There you go. That's uh, Sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. All right. It's uh, 722 now here with uh, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Keep it here for House Call for Health coming up. Be careful how you act around your kids during the Super Bowl. (laughs) That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. It's 7.30 now, 28 degrees, calm, no wind, freezing fog. 
King Charles' cancer was caught early, says the British Prime Minister. The King spent last night at home after beginning his cancer treatment as an outpatient. While he is postponing public duties, Charles will continue to work behind the scenes. That includes regular conversations with the UK's Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak. Like everyone else, shocked and sad, and just all our thoughts are with him and his family. Thankfully, this has been caught early. We aren't being told what kind of cancer King Charles has. Prince Harry, who's not seen eye to eye with the other royals of late, is flying over from California to spend time with his dad. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. An Oklahoma jury awarding a man $25 million after finding the state's largest newspaper defamed him. The jury in Muskogee County, that jury ruled in favor of broadcast announcer Scott Sepulpa in his defamation lawsuit against the Oklahoman newspaper and its parent company, Gannett. The jury found the newspaper improperly identified Sepulpa as the announcer who made racist comments during the broadcast of a girls' basketball game three years ago. The jury awarded $5 million in actual damages, another $20 million in punitive damages. An attorney for Gannett says it plans to appeal the award. This past weekend, a 14-year-old male was arrested for allegedly shooting and killing a 17-year-old male. Wichita Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News that kind of case upsets her, especially upset her when she was reporting on crime for TV news. It always broke my heart because it reminded me that that's another child that, uh, fell through the cracks because there are a lot of different programs that are available in our communities right now that help and mentor young people. Um, and so I hope that this uh, encourages those in our community to say, I want to be part of the solution too and become a mentor in one of these programs. Who commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. Today begins a second day of jury deliberation in the case of a mother being held accountable for her school shooter's son. Jennifer Crumley is being tried on four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Her son, Ethan Crumley, shot and killed four students at Oxford High School in Michigan three years ago. Prosecutors said at trial she gave her son access to a gun and failed to act on her son's mental issues. Defense attorneys say neither parent could have predicted what their son would do. James Crumley, Ethan's father, will be tried next month. The jury had two questions, one to define what proves involuntary manslaughter and another about what facts they could consider. The judge said only look at facts presented during trial. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Four people are found safe after an avalanche at a Nevada ski resort. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department revealing on social media search and rescue personnel were dispatched to find several people who were reported missing after an avalanche at the Lee Canyon Ski Resort, later revealing those four individuals have been located and are safe, adding it was assisting people off of the mountain. The resort, less than 50 miles outside Las Vegas, the National Weather Service warning about a powerful winter storm impacting the region extending through Tuesday, part of a string of atmospheric rivers pummeling the southwest. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A dense fog advisory continues in effect here in Wichita this morning. You certainly want to allow a little bit of extra time to get to work. Today's high 54. It'll be cloudy overnight, not as cold, our low 44, then breezy on Wednesday with a high back in the upper 50s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now we have freezing fog, 28 degrees, a calm wind. No wind, it's calm. 
Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Today is Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. And uh, on this date in, uh, when was it, 2021, three years ago, Old Man Winter went on a rampage, delivered the first of 12 consecutive days below freezing for most of Kansas. The first front arrived in the afternoon of the 5th with temperatures at Wichita's Eisenhower Airport, 55 degrees, and then steadily dropping for the next 52 straight hours. There were a number of periods of light snow and freezing drizzle, which covered the area from the 7th through the 10th of February with either a thin layer of ice or around 1 to 1.5 inches of snow. Temperatures hovered around 9 to 12 degrees during this time, which is more than 20 degrees below normal. That was in 1921, just three years ago. We had that nasty snap of cold weather. Well, we had we dealt with that in January. Let's hope we move on from that. Yeah, I hope so. We're in better shape today. 7.35 now. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. It is time for our weekly visit with uh, Mr. Ryan Beatty, the Sedgwick County Election uh, Commission Chair. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. Way to set me up with that depressing reminder on the weather. I appreciate that. All right. Would you rather we lied to you? Well, I think Aussie's probably the best policy. So, <laughs> well, you know, the, 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 the meteorologists and weathermen get away with it all the time. So, oh, well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Hey, today is uh, you've got a commission meeting tomorrow. And my understanding is it's you're going to be proclaiming Mental Health Awareness Day. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a proclamation. We got a lot of business tomorrow, a lot of some standard business, but the proclamation is uh, uh, Mental Health Awareness Day. And as you know, at the county, part of our purview is we have Calm Care, that's our certified behavioral health clinic, and and uh, we do things through the health department. But uh, whether you're with county government, city government, whether you're in the schools or or nonprofits, I, in the business, I think everybody realizes that you know mental health is uh, is, a, is a topic that's a pretty robust discussion nowadays. We are certainly in a mental health crisis, and those that don't believe that, you should talk to any teacher in our schools. They will tell you um, that we are in a different environment, and we've got to deploy some resources to help alleviate some of these issues. You know, and when I was growing up, there was, there could be a, uh, a bit of a stigma for anybody who admitted they, admitted they needed some help that way. We had a, yeah. a man from Missouri run for vice president who dropped out of the race. Remember that? Because... Uh, uh, yeah. he, he had, uh, had some treatment before, so there was yeah, a stigma. No, it is. Stigma is a, is a real situation because it, it, it really doesn't allow people to come to the light and, and to try to get the help and the resources they need. I come from a background in, in college and professional sports that mental, uh, any sort of mental health issue was perceived as weakness. Um, and a lot of my colleagues and teammates and, and, and people that I played with throughout the years, they, they really didn't approach uh, uh, the help that they needed uh, simply because of that stigma. So part of the part of the quest that we have here in this whole conversation is we've got to change the way our community talks about this issue and, and, and make sure that people know it's okay to seek help. It's okay to, uh, that we all, one out of five American adults will have a mental health crisis sometime in their lifetime. So mm-hmm. um, we just got to be there from ComCare to make sure we have the resources available. Yeah, you're going to also, you're going to establish a Sedgwick County Emergency Communications Community Advisory Board. Uh, yeah, what's that all about? A, uh, yeah, this is a big deal. You know, 911 is the front door to public safety in this community. They, over 1,100 calls a day come into our 911 services. Our dispatchers, uh, call takers, our directors over there, they do a lot of work to make sure that 
public safety resources are, are arriving on time uh, as they should. So what this is, this is actually uh, uh, an idea from our director over there, Laura Forshee, who uh, really believes that trying to seek out some community input on, on the direction uh, that uh, we want to go with 911 and some opportunities and uh, particularly on new models such as separating call takers and dispatchers or bringing in something uh, more fire-specific or police-specific dispatchers. Uh, and, and anytime you can bring the community into something that is so consequential to what we do here, uh, I think there's value to that. I think getting people, making people aware of what happens at 911 and, and inviting them to the table to help shape some of these outcomes, uh, I think that's a big win. So I'm going to be very much in support of this, and, and I can't imagine that we won't uh, – we won't be able to pass this thing tomorrow. Who are you going to put on the board? Well, that's it. We <laughs> we have over 30 boards um, in, in Sedgwick County government, uh, ranging from a variety of topics uh, that are made up from volunteers of the community. You know, not, I think it's a misnomer to think that everybody, in order to serve your community, you have to run for office or you have to work in government. Uh, no, there are a variety of opportunities where you can serve the public and you can serve your community through these boards. Um, so this will be, we will open this up to the public. Uh, we'll be able to go online at sedgwickcounty.org to be able to sign up, uh, and then we'll make appointments. And maybe, uh, Steve, Ted, maybe this is one of the boards you guys might want to join. The only thing I can say is the other day when I called and got put on hold for 10 minutes, I didn't like that very much. But Is that know. right? Sure. But I'm media. Well, I'm media, partner. Well, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is exactly why. I, I, don't get me on that board. You don't want me on that board, Ryan. <laughs> well, listen, honestly, I, I do think, and there's a variety of boards. Like I said, there's over 30 boards that sure, we have. And sure. One of the things I've tried to do is really seek out the input of the people that we're, I'm placing on these boards. I want their input. I want them to shape those outcomes and, and give us some feedback. So uh, there are a lot of opportunities to, to participate, and this is going to be one other opportunity. And this is a very important, consequential piece here that – uh, that I'm going to hope that a lot of people want to want to play a part in this board. You're going to have a quarter quarterly financial report. Uh, you already know what's in there. <laughs> you guys, yeah, uh, you're doing okay, aren't we? What's going on? We're doing really well. Central County government's doing really, really well. We're a AAA-rated um, uh, organization. Uh, we have great financial leadership uh, in our finance department, county management. We also have you know, years and years and years of, of good stewardship from, from previous uh, commissions. So, We'll do the quarterly financial report, and uh, it'll be good news. And we've set ourselves up really well to uh, to make sure that we're able to provide the services that we need in this community. There, there are areas, though, that we, we do need some help. Um, our, our election office, as many people know, we have a presidential preference primary coming on March the 19th. Uh, one of the stated goals of our election commissioner, Laura Rainwater, who's done a fantastic job in our first year, one of her stated goals is we need to create more access. The best way to create more access to voting is to open up more polling sites, uh, more days in early voting. Um, so early voting will actually start on uh, March the 4th. And then early voting sites, I think we have close to 20 early voting sites will open up on March the 12th. We need help. We need election workers um, uh, in order to do this. And then on election day, I think we've got over 80 uh, poll sites on election day. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go to SedgesCounty.org, call the election office. We need help. We need election workers so that we can make sure they're running clean, efficient uh, uh, elections. So, uh, are you and uh, Meister and Tom Stoles all going to the Super Bowl this weekend? Uh, no, I, I think that uh, I think that we're probably just going to sit on the couch and watch <laughs> this game. 
Yeah. No, we've got a friendly little wager going in my household with my kids, and and, and whoever picks the closest score gets a week off for mucking horse stalls. Yeah. And this, this wow. Is quite competitive here. Mighty generous uh, there. So, I would say that I'm I'm two and zero in my household the last two weeks, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can defend the title and see if I can pick a Chiefs victory and, and the margin of victory so I can get off working these horses next okay. week. Well, that's good, you know, and you got to find out what Taylor Swift's up to as well, right? That that is right, yes, sir. <laughs> hey, listen, thanks for spending time with us. As always, we'll check in with you again next week, okay? You got it. You guys have a great week. Okay. You too. Thanks, Sedgwick County Commission Chair. Ryan Beatty with Stephen Ted. It's uh, 742 now. Coming up to Wichita Business Journal update. Developer is asking Wichita City Council for more bond money. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Stephen's in the morning, KNSS 747 now here on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Kansas State 75, Kansas 70 in overtime. Two. New border bill getting mixed reaction on Capitol Hill. One. Heavy rain, snow, and flooding causing big problems in California. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. We're starting to get a real backup going. This is a northbound I-235, and it's approaching that road construction in the North Junction there at I-135 as well as southbound I-135 right there. Uh, really dense fog in that area this morning, and uh, freezing fog out there, dense fog. Be very, very careful. Also now starting to see things backing up uh, eastbound on Kellogg, and that backup starts around Seneca, and it goes all the way back a little ways past Meridian. So uh, just be aware out there and be very, very careful. Make sure you're keeping those uh, low beams on in this fog. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. You keep your distance. A city that's filled with tailgaters. Dense fog advisory this morning. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 54 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight. The overnight low 44. For Wednesday, mostly cloudy and breezy. A little bit of wind tomorrow with a high of 57 degrees. Now freezing fog, 28 degrees. Uh, wind is calm this morning.
Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With a change in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jacks is open Tuesday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. The big tech CEOs testified in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee and were pressed on the alleged failure to remove con- content promoting the sexual abuse of children. Fox on set. In one of the most poignant moments in the big tech hearing on Capitol Hill, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg apologized to families in the room who say their kids were hurt or worse, lost their lives because of social media. Your families have, have suffered. And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing these streaming efforts to, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. Zuckerberg, at the urging of Senator Josh Hawley, told the families he's sorry for what they've gone through, but didn't squarely take responsibility for it. But lawmakers were clearly frustrated by the executives and by the fact Congress hasn't passed any substantial legislation to protect kids and their mental health. For their part, the social media companies all say they've added new safety features and parental controls to protect kids. With Fox on Tech, I'm Grady Trimble, Fox Business. Concerns about interest rates drove stocks trading Monday. Stocks falling on fading hopes for rate cuts as the Dow and S&P 500 retreat from record highs. The Dow down 274 points, the S&P off 15, the Nasdaq falling 31. Fed Chair Jay Powell saying the Fed can be prudent in weighing rate cuts. As a result, traders scale back their expectations. The market is now pricing in a 63% chance for a rate cut in May, down from 88% a week ago. But upbeat data is driving hopes for a soft landing. Service sector activity expanded for the 13th straight month in January. That strong economic data likely to delay a Fed pivot to cutting rates rather than raising them. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Spirit Aerosystems Holdings on today reported fourth quarter earnings of $58.7 million. The Wichita-based company said it had profit of $0.52 per share. Earnings adjusted for non-recurring gains were at $0.48 per share. The results did not meet Wall Street expectations. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The Indianapolis-based developer behind plans for a 240-unit apartment complex in East Wichita is seeking a $15 million increase in the maximum amount of tax-exempt bonds. It can be issued by the city to help finance the affordable housing project. Today, the Wichita City Council scheduled to vote on the Annex Group's request to raise the industrial revenue bonds cap for the Union at Purple Heart Trail Complex. It's planned near the southeast corner of Douglas and 127th Street, trying to get it up from $35 million up to $50 million. More than a year ago, the council approved a letter of intent to issue the IRBs for the development on a 12-acre property near the interchange for the Kansas Turnpike, K96, and Kellogg. A Wichita nonprofit's efforts to revitalize areas within the city's north end neighborhood are poised to hit a key moment at today's Wichita City Council meeting. Empower is requesting approval on a letter of intent for the city to issue up to $12.1 million in industrial revenue bonds to help finance the cost of renovating and equipping three buildings the nonprofit owns at the southwest corner of 21st and Market. Empower is also requesting a sales tax exemption on the projects. The organization, which works to provide residents in the predominantly Hispanic North End neighborhood 
with educational workforce readiness and small business development resources, plans to revitalize the historic Nomar Theater, the corner building to the north, and the old Basham's store in a multi-phase undertaking. And that's uh, business news, local business news this morning, from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted. Interesting uh, driving out there this morning. I'm surprised we haven't had any any uh, any wrecks. Have we had any even one reported, Jad, that you know of this morning? Uh, I haven't really heard of. Somebody may have bumped into each other and not yeah. had any injuries. but uh, Yeah, there haven't been any big ones. But like I said a little bit earlier, right now at northbound I-235, where it's approaching I-135, it's backed up all the way from uh, all the way from there, all the way past Meridian, mm-hmm. and and where the exit is to K ninety six. All right, going to have a little patience out there this morning. Get the the lights on a low beam, not high beam, and uh, watch your following. I always see when when the rain comes up, and then I always see people just following too close. Give yourself a little leeway there. Ted, today is National Frozen Yogurt Day, recognizing a sweet frozen dessert that is. Gone from fad status to staple freezer item in a few decades. Frozen yogurt sales are increasing every year as people want a healthier alternative to ice cream. Frozen yogurt. Remember when it first kind of came out and became popular in the 80s? It was a really big deal. Yeah. What was the store that was here? ICBY? Yeah. I had the yogurt. Remember that? Yeah, I I remember that store. TCBY, wasn't it? Yeah, TCBY. That was it. What's that stand for? This can't uh, be yogurt. To something yogurt. <laughs> yeah, I think. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. All right. Yogurt day. Mm. Seven. Well, when your tummy's not feeling well, you, a little yogurt might just help. Mm. Although this is this is frozen yogurt day. I'm sorry. Yeah, frozen. Not regular yogurt. Yeah, frozen yogurt day. Okay. 7.55 now, Stephen. Do you see a lot of frozen yogurt around now? It kind of seems like uh, several years ago it was kind of trendy to have these like self-serve yeah. frozen oh, yogurt yeah, places. Yeah. Yep. And I can only think of I, one of them I that's still around. I think it's kind of gone away. Yeah, it's it's not as trendy anymore. You know, you can get frozen custard over at Freddy's. Well, that's a whole different exactly. deal. That's yeah. a different deal, though. That's a whole but different deal. Every day is a Freddy's day, as far as I'm concerned. I went to Freddy's last night. Did you really? Yep. Oh, bless your heart. Had a nice double burger. Tasty. Ooh. Mm. Stephen Ted in the morning here. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, stay with us. Uh, with Stephen Ted, we've uh, got the latest on the border bill. And big storm problems out in California. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we're five days out from the Super Bowl. We'll hear from Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes coming up in sports. Plus entertainment use the blur is coming up. This is going to be a blue ribbon edition of the blur. Promise. I'm already telling you, you promise. I'm already telling you. We got some great stuff. That's in 40 minutes, 835. Do not miss it. And we have traffic and weather as always in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.